Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one. Arm drag. Welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, as always, Ryan Knightsey. And with me, as always, is the man of a thousand nicknames, Mikey Man Freddy. Mikey, how you doing, my band? My, I said my band. My man. Uh, you, your, your band is doing great. Uh, I'm banned from the show now, so I'm doing great. And now I'm doing awful because you've just banned me. I'm sorry, sorry. What I meant to say is that you're the house band for this episode. Uh, I'm the house band, so I'm just banned for this episode. Yes, you're just the you're just the house band for this episode. Uh, oh, I'm the house band. Got it. Yes, okay. yes, yes. So you can play whatever. So I'll, I'll throw it to you every once in a while, and you just have to do some music for us. Like now. Oh, lame. I was hoping for some trumpets. I did Kevin Owens' theme song. I tried. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, how you doing, my dude? Uh, it's been another week, and we're we're back at it yet again with our GM mode, universe mode, uh, pleasing Vince McMahon show that is hit the books. Indeed. Uh, we are always trying to please Vince McMahon as much as possible and make uh, uh, WWE worthy of him, of course. Yes, of course, naturally. <laughs> but how are you doing? How are you doing? What's, what's up with you? What, how's your week been? Good. Uh, just chilling. I got. I wrote my card down. I got. I'm getting. I was getting. I'm thinking about some stuff for Extreme Rules. I'm super excited for Extreme Rules because I think both of our cards are sick. Yes. Yes. I'm very excited about Extreme Rules this mm-hmm. upcoming Sunday. If you don't know, not only do we do these weekly Raw and SmackDown uh, fancy booked cards with the full matches, full segments, full everything, we also got pay per views every couple of weeks, every five or so weeks or so. Um, oh yeah, we got extreme specials coming your way. We got extreme rules, and it's not a horror show over not here. Extreme. No, this isn't a horror show. This isn't a horror COVID filled show over here. The only thing that's horrifying is our humor. But up, but up, and then like a, uh, and then can you add like a lightning sound? <laughs> like it's like <laughs> like it's spooky. Um, yeah, no, uh, I've had a good, I've had a good solid week. Did I did I tell you last week that my COVID test came back negative? Yes. Yes. Did I say it. that? Yes. Uh, I, I, I'm sure you're like me. You're also losing track of time, right? Yes. I am stunned. That is in, that is the middle of July already. 
Yeah, like I, I feel like our 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 wrestling trip just got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. I that was all the way back in March, and it's like, already July. Yeah, I like I was talking to a customer one day at the coffee shop I work at, and I was we were just sort of talking about how like it's weird because like you know because of the pandemic there's like nothing really to do i mean there's stuff to do but you're for the most part just sort of like hanging out down the street with the same old friends that you knew last week um but at the same time like time just flies just flies or like just flies past you like it's already middle of july so I don't really know what's happening. <laughs> I'm really confused by time. Maybe I mean I, I really don't understand time. And time is a made-up concept. Like okay, so this this is also another diatribe of mine. I hate it. I'm always confused about time, just in general. Like mm-hmm. if you told me, Mikey, that it is uh, a quarter past three, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means it's fifteen. It's that means it's three fifteen. Yeah. Why don't you just say three fifteen? Like this is this has been a diatribe of mine my entire life. Why say quarter past three? Why say quarter till three? Why don't you just tell me three fifteen two forty five? Why do I have to now do the math in my head? Or conversely, and this is something my dad did all the time, is I would ask him what time it is, and he would like round up or down. Like if it's like, I mean, I do that. No, don't do that. Never do that. Just I tell me what time it is. Would you want me to be like it is specifically two forty seven? Yeah, I'm asking you what time it is currently. Two forty five. Not not time it was a couple minutes ago. Not time it is a couple minutes from now. I want to know at the moment exactly what time it is. I do that at work a lot to pretend that the day is going by faster than it is. It was like four. It was like four twenty, and I was somebody asked me what time it was. I was like, yeah, like four thirty. <laughs> no. No, it's four twenty. That's don't. I'm not lying. Lit. I'm not. Li- <laughs> it's four twenty. Hashtag lit dog. Like I'm not lying to myself. I want to know the time. And don't make me do the mental somersaults about like the gosh darn. Uh, it's quarter past three or half past or whatever. Also, screw anyone that ever just said half past or quarter till. I don't know what hour it is. <laughs> I don't know what god dang quarter hour two. it is. Yeah, just like quarter two. It's just not, like that. Yeah. That annoys me. Where somebody says like quarter two, I'm like quarter till what? Quarter, yeah, what, quarter till what? If I knew what if time. Least, if you're going to say it, at least be like quarter till five. Quarter yeah, till at four. least say that. I'm, I, I'm infuriated by just the fact that like I'm asking. I don't want to do extra work. What I don't want extra credit work. I'm not getting anything out of this besides the time. Where you're just like forcing me to do more brain work, like I just want to know the time, my dude. Is this a good diatribe to get us to the speaking, beginning of the episode? Speaking of time, this bit has taken up a lot of it. Dang it! So it wasn't a good bit. It wasn't a good bit. Dang it! Uh, new bits. Uh, let me go open up my 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 folder file of of bits. Uh, new bit. New bit. We already did Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> We already, we already did. We already ripped off Munch Squad. Uh, Someone talking about horses? Nah, damn it! What do we do? Uh, new bits. That. New bits. New bits. Uh, blah, man. Uh, so I was. Uh, 
seeing a cinnamon roll. That's dang it. <laughs> I got nothing. So a horse walks into a bar and the bartender says, "Why the long face?" And he and he says, "Ha ha ha! What, what time is it?" And the, the bartender says, "Quarter till." And he's like, "Quarter till what?" He said, "Quarter till you get out of my bar. You're a horse." <laughs> Wow, what, the horse just wanted a drink, man. Remember at the beginning of the show when you said that our our jokes are bad? <laughs> man, this show. I feel bad if you're a new listener <laughs> listening to this. This listen, is a rough one. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. This is a rough you. opener. Yeah, this is a rough opener for for the listener. And I, I apologize deeply from the bottom of my I heart. Promise, I promise we've done better than this. Yeah, we have 100% done better than this, so I apologize. But you know we're not... Uh, I got no transitions. I'm off today, dude. I don't you know, know what we it is. are better at booking. There it is. There, the king of transitions. Do you just want to host the rest of this episode, Mikey? Because <laughs> you're currently the king of transitions. I get. I mean, I guess. Like, what? 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 What are we gonna say that you won the poll again this week? Probably. Uh, that is. Uh, that is a fact. I did win the poll again this week. This time, sixty percent victory 60 to 40 percent okay, so less less of a blowout than uh than a couple of weeks ago yes but or last week still a win for raw which is good because remember i believe if i remember correctly from last week you said last week that you were like unsure about that card i was yeah i was pretty sure it was gonna be a losing card but uh i think this one is a pretty big slam dunk i hope at least yes i i feel like i had i feel like i have a good card but looking at this, I kind of feel like last week's card might have been a little bit better. So I maybe knowing that you are trying to bring the heat this week, I'm fearful that I'm going to lose. I'm pretty stoked. Which I don't want. <laughs> I don't like. I don't want to lose. Yeah. Who and, does? Uh, that Apparently does me because I keep doing it. Uh, the, the total is four seven one. SmackDown four wins. Raw seven wins and one tie. I had a nice streak there for a while, and then you I did. lost it. You did. We've been trading streaks for a little bit. I streaked, and then you streaked, and then I streaked, and then we ate ice cream. It was, um, it was a blast. Uh, yeah, and then you know, and then of course we have extreme rules around the corner that's just gonna ruin both of us. And then we streaked, and then we streaked at extreme rules and got arrested. Yeah, we we streaked our at extreme rules. We got arrested. You know, we got we 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 got we got. But but we we were at least we were at least responsible with it and wore masks. Yeah, no, we wore masks while we were streaking. I mean, we're not fools. <laughs> we're not idiots. We're not, Come on, we're not we're not Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. Oh, God damn! Did I tell you about this? Can this be our new no. opener? Sure. Did I tell you about what happened? Do you know what happened? To- we were on we were on such a roll to start the card, but sure. No, the transitions were flowing, man. But I guess I guess we could take another left turn. Fucking Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. My dude, <laughs> not my dude, by the way, hate the man. He, w- case numbers in Georgia have been on the rise three to four times as bad as it was in April at the start of all this. He goes on this whole campaign around Georgia to hashtag wear a mask, tell everybody to wear their mask. But then when cities and counties started making masks mandatory, he put out a thing saying that, no, you can't do that. You can't make do mandatory mask mandates in Georgia. It can only be temporary. Like, if it, like it's up to the person to decide what to wear, if to wear the mask. That's terrible. That's a, that's a shitty take. It's, a, it's, it's like, dude, this is awful. I hate the man, and he annoys me to the end of the earth. But it's just like, come on, man. Why are you telling people that... We should all wear masks, but when it's like, oh, you have to wear masks, he's like, no, the people can decide. 
And it's like, well, obviously the people have done a bad job at deciding since their case numbers have gone up four times as bad. Yep. Yep. 4,000 in one day, Brian. Get your butt out of the bowling alley. Yesterday I had to draw a diagram for people. (laughs) Uh, I just wanted you to stop there. (laughs) I work at a grocery store, and I had to draw a diagram on the board in the break room to – showing people you have to wear your mask over your nose too because even the employee some of the employees are being really stupid about it and it's driving me nuts what do you what not, only you... The, not only the customers i have to worry about it's the employees wearing their masks under their nose yes it's this, so stupid it does, it i literally drew a diagram on the board where it's like a green one wearing the mask over the nose and a red one wearing the mask underneath underneath the nose have you had? Have well, you apparently, had, we're all children. Have you had to deal with uh, Karens at all? I deal with Karens every day I go into work, my dude. Even before the pandemic. Even before the pandemic, I work in retail. We have to do the Karen. Listen, the Karen <laughs> oh, pandemic no. didn't just start with this pandemic. <laughs> Karens have always been Karens, my dude. Karen, they've always been around, and they are. <sighs> Karen, Karen's be Karen, Karen-ing. Karen's <laughs> always be Karen-ing. Oh, my God. Well, well, you're the host. Get us back to on the page, then. <laughs> anyway, since I lost, it is my my right to present my card first. Well, and, and to party, but that's besides the point. And to party, which is my right that I fought for. Thank you, Beastie Boys. I will be presenting my SmackDown card first hopefully it's a winning card let's see once when smackdown opens up with the commentary team welcoming the wwe universe to smackdown when they receive a message in their ear michael cole states ladies and gentlemen i'm now getting word that there is some commotion happening backstage the cameras cut to a shot of orton and gm page arguing about the decision made by page to make the tag team match for tonight Orton yells, Strowman had his shot and he blew it, and McIntyre got destroyed last time him and the Demon were in the ring. Paige responds, look, Orton, I know you're mad, but I did what's best for the brand. Strowman was fighting a two-on-one battle last time you two fought, and McIntyre deserves another shot after the war those two have had for months. One more thing, by the way. Since you barged into my office and disrespected me and my choices, at Extreme Rules, you're banned from ringside for the Demon's match, and he is banned from yours. Oh, shit. Not that they were probably going to be there anyway since they had their own respective matches, but still. But still. Orton gets up in Paige's face and is infuriated. Paige doesn't give an inch and says, get out of here before I have to call security. And Orton leaves in a huff. I like it. I like it. My favorite, you know, my favorite thing that, you know, obviously what we do here of, you know, booking every single card for Raw and SmackDown for nearly two years now is that, like, just the different character choices and different like interactions like page and GM page being a badass like person in charge against like a maniacal Randy Orton. Yeah. She knows, she knows she, she knows she has the power here. I love that. I love that. I love that dynamic. I love that. As it were that scene. (laughs) After that show opener, we have our opening match. Uh, with Danny Birch with Lorkin versus Bobby Fish with Kyle O'Reilly. Last week we had uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Oni Lorkin. So it's just the match with different people. Okay. But in, in this one, Bobby Fish comes out on top beating Danny Birch. So it is uh, 
tied, as we could say, with Birch and Lorcan getting one and Undisputed Era getting one. Oh, okay. Good for them. Is is this leading to a match of the pay-per-view? No. This is leading. Okay. I have another match for the... I know I have one match open for the pre-show, but I actually kind of last minute set something up between two other people, which I'm very excited about. So we're going to save this one for uh, SmackDown after Extreme Rules. Okay. Interesting. I'm interested to see what that other one is. Yeah, because I think the only show that you, the only match you had not yet announced is your pre-show match. Yes, which will be announced tonight, obviously. Okay, let's see. After, after Birch and Bobby Fish, we have a segment where Sasha Banks is preparing for a match later tonight. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. Where Sasha Banks is preparing for her match up next, when there is a knock, and another note is slipped under her locker room door. She reads it. Don't worry about your match tonight. I'll be watching. Sasha is visibly confused as her music hits, set, setting up for her match next against Nikki Cross. And Sasha still being off for game and little confused about last week and that new note that came in. Uh, it allows Nikki Cross to get the upper hand. And right as Nikki is setting up to finish the match, the lights go out for a moment. Ooh. When they come back on, Nikki is down in the ring. Sasha, seeing this opportunity, goes for the pin and gets the one, two, three. And Sasha Banks wins her first match in a long time. Holy crap. Wins her first match in a long time with the help of someone? Of someone. I'm trying to go through your roster in my head. I'm trying to think about who that could have been. Well, while you think about that, we'll go into our video package next up, which is just, which is a promotional video hyping up the tables match between Bailey and Asuka at Extreme Rules. Oh, shit. I forgot there's a tables match. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We have the contract signing tonight, oh, by the way. Baby. Uh, Sorry, Bailey. After, <laughs> after, that, after that video package, we have match number three, which is a match announced last week. We have Street Profits, Ali, and Mysterio versus One Nation, Ziggler, and Rude. Oh, oh yeah, the big eight-man. Mm-hmm. The big eight-man tag match, in which Street Profits, Ali, and Mysterio pick up the victory. And after the match, Street Profits Damn. grab some mics, and Ford says, "Looks like we got One Nation on the ropes. Now that we've been now we've been thinking about a way to shut those guys up for good, and I think we came up with an idea that might do the trick." Dawkins, Dawkins continues. Since our title matches at Extreme Rules, we were thinking about getting a little crazy. <gasps> We want you guys in a ladder match. Inferno, not Inferno. <laughs> One Nation is a little taken aback by this at first and seems hesitant. But then Akira Tozawa gives a little devious smile and nods his head at Cruz, who says, Bold move. I guess you really want to be white from the face of WWE. You're on. Ooh. So... The tag team title match at Extreme Rules is now a ladder match between Street Profits and One Nation. Mikey, I gotta ask, are you confusing Extreme Rules with TLC? No, but I see <laughs> why you say that, because I have a ladders match, a tables match, and also a chairs match. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at this, I was like, man, my man is really making a great card for TLC. I was, I was like, I, I noticed that after I noticed that like after last week, I was like, huh. I'm doing that thing that TLC does usually. Whoops. Ah, <laughs> oh, you'll have to see it, folks. Uh, but yeah, so it's 
it's going to be a, a ladders match completing TLC oh, at man. Extreme Rules. Oh, man. I love it. Next up, we have a match between Ruby Riot and Charlotte Flair, in which Charlotte Flair gets the victory. Oh, okay. But after the match, Ruby Riot jumps Charlotte Flair from behind and takes her out. Ruby Riot and Undisputed Era regroup in the ring, and Ruby says, Look, Charlotte, it's nothing personal. It's just that Undisputed Era wants to be the best faction SmackDown has ever seen. And what's that old saying? If you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. Well, you may not be the man, but you are the queen. And we think it's time for dethroning. So what do you say? Me and you at Extreme Rules? Flair grabs a mic and says, You know what, Ruby? Just to show you how out of your league you really are, I accept your challenge. And since you're so confident, let's make it interesting. How about a no DQ match? Just in case your boys over there want a piece of me too. I'll take out... What? Nothing. (laughs) I'll take you all out and show you what made me the queen of WWE in the first place. Ruby looks at Era, talks it over for a minute, and says, done. Holy crap. Okay, so we got... New match announcement: Ruby Riot with it sounds like Era in their in her corner. Yep. I don't know which members of Era, but some members of Era in her corner versus the Queen Charlotte Flair in a no DQ match. Yeah. Holy crap! M- Mikey is getting extreme on this card. I mean, every match every match on my Extreme Rules cards has some sort of hardcore stipulation. Think except, except for one, for the, except for the universal title match, which we don't know is even going to happen yet. I guess that's fair. But next up, we have the contract signing, which was announced last week for the women's title match at Extreme Rules. A table with a contract sits in the middle of the ring, with Paige at the head of it. Bailey comes to the ring and sits at the table. Oscar does the same. The two sit at the table, and Paige begins. All right, ladies, on the table in front of you is a contract for a tables match for the SmackDown Women's Championship this Sunday at Extreme Rules. Now, Bailey, since you are the champion, I'll have you sign first. Without breaking eye contact with Asuka, Bailey snatches the contract, signs it, and slides it over to Asuka. Asuka, without breaking eye contact, does the same and slides the contract back to Paige, who says, Okay, now the only signature left to make it official is mine. Paige opens it up, signs it, and says, all right, that settles it. This Sunday, you two have your match. Try not to kill each other before then. <laughs> After she says that, Asuka quickly stands up and does, like, that fake, like, flip the table, and Bailey like, jumps up, like, get ready for a fight. But she doesn't actually do it. She just did it to scare Bailey. Asuka laughs, pats the table, glares at Bailey one last time before leaving the ring. And the contract signing went... Mostly as planned. Mostly as planned. It, <laughs> no she... one went through a table. I think that was the most surprising part of all of this. Asuka playing mind games over here. Oh, yeah. I love to see it from Asuka over here. She's playing Three mind games. And finally, our main event of the evening, we have Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman versus Randy Orton and the Demon. And if Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman win this match, they each get their respective uh, matches at Extreme Rules. Which is the Demon Which versus McIntyre. In an Extreme Rules match, and Braun Strowman versus the Demon, or Braun Strowman versus Randy Orton for the WWE Universal Championship. Big main event tag match. Oh yeah, big, big title match, or not title match, big tag match, I should say. And in this match, Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman do pick up the victory, securing their matches at Extreme Rules. 
when Strowman pins Orton after the Demon and McIntyre fight to the back and leave their respective partners alone in the ring. Randy, being distracted by losing his partner, gets caught by Strowman, who hits him with a running power slam and pinning him clean. Oh, shit. Strowman pins Orton? Mm-hmm. Oh, moly. And uh, McIntyre and the Demon fought to the back, not to be seen on SmackDown again. <laughs> until they Until they come out... Until they come out fighting at Extreme Rules. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> they fight for three days straight until their match at Extreme Rules, where they continue fighting in an Extreme Rules match. I was watching uh, Impact the other day, because for some reason I'm starting to watch Impact, because it's it's free on Twitch every Tuesday, so I'm just like Fair watching enough. it. Because uh, there's nothing else, I guess. Do you I have an uh, event coming up soon? Slammiversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, wanna, the only, honestly, I'm interested in one match one match at Slammiversary. Actually, maybe two. Okay, Mostly I'll... one match at Slammiversary, and it's Deanna Peraza versus Jordan Grace. And the second match is the women's scramble match or whatever it is that has the number one contenders up for grabs. I wasn't aware of that one, actually. It's... But I was I was talking, I was thinking about uh, the North tag team match for the titles, because I like Ethan Page. Uh, I believe, if I'm looking up right now, yes, we're talking about Impact right now, folks. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it yeah, is. I don't think that's happened on this show ever. Gauntlet for the gold match. Uh, it's basically a battle royal style professional wrestling match in Impact. The final portion of the match consists of the last two competitors squaring off in a standard singles match. Uh, oh, so it's a battle royal, but then the last two just fight. Yes, to get pin, pin or submission. Uh, for to determine number one contender for the Impact Knockouts Championship, it features every other woman talent on the roster. Uh, including your personal favorite Kylie Ray, so hey. I wouldn't be surprised I still if have my Kylie Ray AEW shirt. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. It's still on here. The Rascals versus TBD. I didn't realize that was a thing. Um, but yeah, I just been started watching Impact because it's like free on Tuesdays and it's like live new wrestling instead of like tape stuffed. And also, I don't really want to watch Dark Live because it's just like uh, ten matches for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But what happened on Impact was that last week Rhino and Hernandez were getting doing an arm, uh, doing a uh, test of str- what's it? What are they called? <laughs> the arm wrestling. Arm wrestling. Thank you. And, like the, is it this one? No, it was an arm wrestling. They were arm wrestling, and in kayfabe, they they left at the left last week and came back this week to them still arm wrestling. Arm wrestling. So in kayfabe, they were arm wrestling for a full week, and they showed like a montage of them arm wrestling like in the bathroom, outside at catering, like awesome. d- doing all this all this stuff. Uh, and it was just like, geez. And that's what reminds me here is uh, McIntyre and Valor is going to fight until God. Extreme Rules. I need to catch up with wrestling, man. I haven't watched. I have been working every Wednesday night, so I missed both nights of fight of uh, Fighter Fest, and I missed Fight for the Fall last night. Oh man, you got to catch up, my dude. I know. I you? really do. I got I to get back on the train here. I got to catch up because fucking Cody and Arn actually mentioned Warhorse. And now I'm like, yeah. It's like it's like that video we keep posting of him just going, ah. Yes, and we that's on the inside all the time. Cody is defending the title next week, but we have no idea who against. The only other person that we know well, about I, is Warhorse. 
Warhorse has been mentioned by Arn Anderson. Yes. They have they they acknowledge that fact that he does exist, and I'm very excited to see that it might lead to a match. I really, 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 really hope it does. The potential of it being next week is quite high. It could obviously it could be anyone else. You know, they could just be start teasing it and teasing it and teasing it. But uh, you know, I, I imagine Cody is gonna be doing this every single time until like the next pay per view. So we probably so, have Ryan, lots of time to get without, there. But without looking at your charts, without looking at anything, any of your graphs. How dare you? This sounds this who, sounds smarky. Who do you want to see? Who's like who's like your number one pick for Cody for Cody to challenge for the TNT championship from the Indies, not from AEW? That is COVID feasible to uh, That challenge. is yeah, that's COVID feasible to challenge. Because my number one is speedball Mike Bailey. <laughs> Oh, that's my number. That that's my after Warhorse. That's mine too. Yeah. But. Um, from the Indies. Hmm. Also, to... he, also he he is banned for uncovid reasons as well. Oh yeah, that's also true. <laughs> I guess that's also true. So even even without COVID, we still wouldn't get that bad for a little while. I guess that's true. We got a whole, I think, a whole another year on that. Um. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Matt Cardona is, of course, interesting, but I don't know if that's the match I would love to see. I guess it would be a match I would love to see just to see how Zack Ryder slash Matt Cardona is without the WWE system. Like, see his actual wrestling. Gentleman Jervis. Gentleman Gentleman Jervis. Gentleman Jervis. (laughs) Gentleman Jervis isn't bad. I kind of want to see Warhorse more than Jervis. I want to see Warhorse more than Jervis, but that doesn't mean I'm still not... I still don't not want to see... Jervis, because I, I love Jervis. I gotta like look. I'm I'm trying to run through independent wrestling names in my brain. Who it, else I want to see? Who? Kimberly. I know they're not into uh, intergender matches, but like, how dope would that be? I mean, she is. She does work in Impact. Yeah, I so, forgot she does. Oh my god, she's an Impact. Yeah, the Impact roster is just killer right now. So. So you got you gotta you can't sleep on their women's division. I'm looking through my Indy 500 old matches, and I'm like, who would I like to see? Face yeah, no, I'm I'm I am. Uh, <sighs> even though you did not like it, I am going to my charts and graphs. So I, just so I can look I at. Oh, do not do. I'm doing it just so I can look at names of independent wrestlers, so I can remember names. I would love. Oh. If Martin Kirby wasn't retired, he was another one on my list. Oh, I know. I know who. So there's a lot of international wrestlers I would love to see. Speedball Mike Bailey, Taurus, uh, El Hijo del Vikingo. Bandito. Bandito, but that's Ring of Honor, of course. Well, Taurus and Vikingo are both from AAA, which have connections of AEW. So I would love to see them in there. But legitimately, who I believe is currently unsigned after Evolve collapsed the way it did, I legitimately would love to see... I actually tweeted about it. um, I would legitimately love to see Cody Rhodes versus... Defend the title versus J.D. Drake. I don't know who that is, I don't think. He is... He gives me, like, full, like, Arn vibes. I'm like Here, this, yeah. he he would be a great he's so good in the ring. I love seeing him. I actually I tweeted about it and he agreed. I think it's just a solid pitch. I would love to see JD Drake defend the title. Hear, hear me out. 
Cody Rhodes versus Karen Noir. Also that. I would also love to see Karen Noir. There's so many people. That, that, but again, like that's the whole COVID issue. But yeah, I, there's a whole list of people that if they were doing this in non-COVID times, like just the who they could get would be amazing. Cody Rhodes versus the Invisible Man. Even the I would... <laughs> I would love that. That there's no way in hell they'll do that. But like, if they did, imagine how great it would be. Like, I'd be so into it if I just, it, dude. If Cody, if Cody Rhodes just wrestled himself for the TNT Championship, basically for like ten minutes, I'd be so into it. There is no way in hell they'd do that. But I would also love for them to do that and then get a huge spike in like quarter hour ratings. He's so into like, it. Like it's like, oh man, Invisible Man's a draw. <laughs> do we do it again? I don't. <laughs> Can oh. it win the TNT championship? It's like, oh, gee. The... <laughs> Bryce Remberg wraps around his race, but it just falls. He has to, get the, he has to, get the, he has to like, find Janela and get his glasses so he can wrap the match. Oh, my God. That's so so stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. I would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Um, but, yeah. Okay. You know you can't wrestle in a visible man match without bad boy vision. Of course. I mean, I, I, know, I knew that. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, I knew that. Um, to get back on track, Mikey, I thought that was a great card. I thought you wrote a very good SmackDown card. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. I'm trying to remember. I'm going to pull it up real quick so I can reference actual moments that I really liked. I liked the t- the big big boy tag match at the end there. I like the new edition of Riot Flair. I feel like that sort of has like slight number one content. Like it's not obvious, but it's like a slight number one it's contender. Slightly, yeah, it's got like that hint to it. Like maybe whoever wins this is probably number one contender. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in to see what happens with Sasha Banks. I legit have no clue who could, that could be. Uh, you know, there's so many people on your roster that I'm just like, I, I have no idea who could do stuff like that. Um, so I don't know. Uh, and you know, like always, there's still more building to the Street Profits match. Not to sound like Buzzfeed, but the answer may shock you. <laughs> the iconics <laughs> whoa i would love it um yeah no i thought it was a great card um but of course it's time for the randomizer yeah it is unfortunately uh, i'm getting hit with it again yeah i mean to remind you audience uh you can vote <laughs> you're just gonna say yeah book a better card anyway <laughs> yeah of course you fool uh but to remind you audience of course you can go on twitter after each episode after immediately following each episode's release, all the more reason to subscribe, folks. But immediately following each episode's release, you can go to our Twitter page at HitTheBooksPod, and you can vote on which card you liked better, whether it be Mikey SmackDown or my upcoming Raw card. Uh, and, of course, the loser of the poll will then get hit with the randomizer. Uh, the randomizer is a list currently of... I think 44 things? That's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. And uh, whatever happens on it is what you are forced to add into your show, whether it be good, whether it be bad. Um, Usually good things happen to me because I'm rolling it. Uh, But, uh, yeah, those are the sort of things the randomizer does. It could be anything from injuries. It could be anything to revealing parts of your booking plans. It can be nothing. Uh, Or it can be like this week, which, Mikey, (laughs) good luck. Good luck oh, with no. this one. You got title match. 
I have to make a title match must, on the go home show. Must book a title match. <sighs> yeah, a title match, dude. Not necessarily on a the title go change. home show. Yeah, not necessarily a title change, but at least a title match. So one of your champions, whether it be Orton, Bailey, Samoa Joe, One Nation. Now that I look at it, I guess technically it could be Morgan and Ripley. Uh, I guess it also could be 24-7 champion, now that I think about it, because technically that's a title. <laughs> you got to have some sort of title match on your card. Look at this, Mikey. It looks like you're probably going to have to replace a whole match here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have anything that could be a uh, a title match at any point. Like, ugh. I mean, on the fly, do you have, like, any ideas about what to do? <laughs> I I mean, I gotta, I'm going to have to make something up. Yeah. Uh, how about while I think about it, we listen to your uh, rock card? Sure, 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 sure. Uh, I, I think on the bright side, Mikey, at the very least, it might make your card, like, even, even, even more better. You know, because you're going to have a gosh darn title match on your show. Even more better. Even, even more better. Two evens. Even most bets. Uh, let's uh, talk about my Monday Night Raw card. Here it is. We're going to start off hot with a tag match between the Usos and LLC. No show opener here, just a straight tag match. I'll tell you what, Mikey, the Usos win with a roll-up victory. That, a roll-up? Nice. Yes. Gonna, really got him. Going to win over LLC before the Fatal 4-Way at Extreme Rules. So solid return for the Usos, and I'm sure LLC isn't happy about a roll-up victory. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. The only roll-ups they like are rolls of money. The only roll-ups they like are fruit roll-ups. Are ones that make your tongue different colors. <laughs> what are the what like, are those ones that you can put like stamps I, on now, your tongue? Now I'm picturing Bobby Lashley and Cesaro having. Like one of those TikTok challenges to see if you can eat the fruit roll up faster. That's hilarious. What was that one food that was like just a red strip of leather that you could like put stamps on your tongue or something? It was also a fruit roll up, but it was like tongue tattoos. Yeah. It, are, were those called? Oh, I'm thinking of fruit by the foots. Those were fruit roll ups. Yeah. Fruit that's, by the foots are the long, long ones. That's, I'm, I'm confusing the two. Okay. Anyways. Fruit roll up is the brand, isn't it? Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, going into match number two here, Mikey. Match number two is going to be a reverse of last week. Uh, it's going to be this Whatever week. Happened to tongue tattoos? Tongue tattoos were never a thing because uh, guess what? There's a lot of nerve endings on your to- tongues. Oh wait, I meant, you... the, I meant the fucking fruit roll up one, Ryan. Sorry, on. I got distracted by nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Matt, going straight into match number two, we got Alexa Bliss against Liv Morgan in a non-title match. All right. Uh, of course, before their tag team title match uh, at Extreme Rules, Alexa Bliss gets the pin on Liv Morgan. I remember when I had non-title matches. <laughs> that was perfect. I love that. <laughs> Next up, we got a backstage interview with the Usos coming off their win. Charlie Caruso, of course, congratulates the Usos on picking up a win earlier tonight and wishes them luck in their match at Extreme Rules. But Charlie instead poses a question about their cousin, Roman Reigns. 
uh, and instead asked whether or not they think he is ready for the Inferno match against The Fiend this Sunday. All right, all right. What are they thinking? They used to say that, you know, growing up with Roman, they got to know him real well. So they know that Roman is not scared for this match. He's been through hell and back before, and he can easily do it again. And trust us, Charlie, Roman is much more ruthless than you can give him credit for. And he's Turns gonna... out when Roman was growing up, he was an arsonist. He used to set ants on fire with a magnifying glass. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, uh, Roman is much more ruthless than you give him credit for, and he's going to prove that real soon. Nice. Yeah. I like it. By burning ants with a magnifying glass. Ants with a magnifying glass. <laughs> Who would have guessed it? Uh, next up, going to the next match, it is Andrade with Zelina Vega against The Miz with Daniel Bryan. Which is still shocking. Uh, of course, where we said last week, the winner will get added to the Intercontinental title match at Extreme Rules, thus making it a triple threat. Uh, during the match, at some point, Andrade tries to pin Miz with Andrade's feet on the ropes. But Brian's have none of it and pushes Andrade's feet off of the ropes. No cheating. No cheating, my boy. Uh, And the eventual winner of this match is The Miz. Whoa, The Miz making his way back into the uh, Intercontinental title picture. Yeah, making his way downtown, moving fast, and he's homebound (laughs) to the Intercontinental title. Walking fast, Brian in his corner. (laughs) 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 Yes. Uh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, so that makes it official that the Intercontinental title match at Extreme Rules this Sunday is going to be uh, The Miz versus John Morrison, the champion, versus Sheamus in a triple threat match. Nice. Yes, you can maybe have sort of seen this coming because um, I'm not the most subtle, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I I say doing a full like murder mystery for the past several months. Um, moving into the next segment, it's a backstage segment with Andrade and Zelina Vegas, who, Vega, Vegas, Zelina Vega, who are furious about the recent match result. And Andrade and Vega challenge Brian to a match this Sunday at Extreme Rules, which is my right. final match announcement, which is Neat. which is going to be on the pre-show: Daniel Bryan versus Andrade. All right. So yes, get hyped and ready for that. Get so hype! I like I like Daniel Bryan versus Andrade. That match just has like the potential to be like a banger. Agreed, agreed. I say I say reading the results of my match. <laughs> um, moving on to the next match. There's a little teaser for this Sunday. Subscribe. Uh, moving on to the next match. It's going to be a singles match. It's Shayna Baszler versus Carmella. Shayna Baszler gets the win. All right. Sort of just. That one nice and easy. Stealing a, a Mikey Mikey Manfredi booking strategy of just having a simple match. Just having a match. But of course, Shayna Baszler's the Miss Money in the Bank, so you know, gotta hype a, a little bit. Man. It's easy, easy peasy. Yes. Next up, we got a video package that is an announcement of a segment next week on Raw. Not only a segment next week, it's the return of Edge. Of Edge. Nice. Edge returns next week. On the Peep Show with Christian. Whoa! Double return. So we got Edge and Christian coming in next week on Raw, hyping that up right now. Next week we're gonna have the return of Edge. He's been gone for several months. I love that. Bringing him back. Um, next up, I love this. 
Detective Truth backstage right, segment. Back again. Hard Truth. What is it? Hard Truth? Hard Truth. <laughs> uh, Detective Truth is, you know, he's in his little corner, but he's throwing papers around. He's, like, throwing down his, like, his, like board of notes and stuff. He's, he's getting all upset. He's getting mad because he can't figure out who attacked Aleister Black. He throws, uh, he throws something, you know, let's say something on his board, throws it into a mirror that's in the room, uh, and he looks at the, the cracked, his, his reflection in the cracked mirror, and then he says to himself, I know who did it, and then he leaves. Does he, does he know? <laughs> I mean, that's the ultimate question, is does he know anything? But, uh, <laughs> but uh, 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 for lack of a better term, Detective Truth seems to have cracked the case. If the glass shattering isn't Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> da 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 da, or Mojo Raleigh, <laughs> he comes over to my brand. Yeah, <laughs> at extreme. If if it turns, why, why did you tell me? If it, if at extreme rules, we roll the randomizer and it becomes like uh, like we have to swap superstars or something. <laughs> you take on truth and i take mojo rally mojo rally shows up in raw and reveals himself as the attacker our truth is on smackdown like where's mojo he's like oh he showed up on raw he's like ah shit <laughs> i'm on the wrong friend <laughs> oh well you already signed the contract you're here for a while ah oh, dang it <laughs> I, I went too deep undercover oh what have i done uh yeah so there we go detective truth seems to have cracked the case uh so... i don't know if he has but sure <laughs> but sure um so there we go he he seems to figure something out uh next up we have our main event match here mikey it's going to be a singles match uh it's the people that were left out of the eight-man tag last week it's seth rollins with his buddies mastiff and murphy uh against cat against kofi kingston with, Whoa. Of, with of course the new day by his side rollins versus K- kingston back Love at it again match. it reminds me of that uh that, that match after the Raw after Mania, where Kofi showed up on Raw, mm-hmm. and they had a and they wanted a champion versus champion match. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Remember that? I believe I believe I've done this match before, and I believe you said the same thing. <laughs> I, I it's just so good. It was just so good. It was a great moment. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I've done this match eight weeks ago. <laughs> Oh, you can't you can't expect me to remember what I said eight weeks ago. That's fair. I guess that's fair. Uh, you got me there. Uh, but this match ends up being a draw, unlike the match that happened eight weeks ago. What happened eight weeks ago? Oh, uh, uh, no. Eight weeks ago, Seth Rollins won. This match ends in a draw when the LLC attack, the Usos get involved, and the whole match collapses. Ends up being a draw here. All right. Jeez. The whole match is a wash. The whole match is a wash. Yep. So we get a we end up basically getting a big brawl between all four of these teams as we head into Extreme Rules for that fatal four way Disciples, New Day, Usos, and LLC for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Nice. And then finally, contract signing Central over here. We got another a, contract signing. We love them. Yes, contract signing between Brock Lenzer and Keith Lee. I love that. Uh, Paul Heyman congratulates Keith Lee. Can the ring even hold both of them? That's a great question. Uh, Paul Heyman congratulates Keith Lee on defeating AJ Styles last week and winning the number one contendership for the WWE Championship. Uh, Heyman says that it was truly admirable. Not only that, but you proved myself right. 
you prove to me why I made the correct decision of choosing you for potential match against my client. You are a star, Keefley. You have the power, the agility, and most importantly, the intelligence of a WWE superstar. And without a doubt, you have what it takes to win the big one, taking down Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and AJ Styles in three months. However, Mr. Lee, you are not WWE Championship material, and you have limits. Because the difference between you and my client is that you are too nice. You are afraid to go the extra step and be truly ruthless. Brock Lenzer is ruthless. Uh, You have reached your limit, Mr. Lee, and that makes you weak. This Sunday, my client will show you how weak you truly are when he takes you over to Suplex City and you never recover. And then Brock Lenzer signs the contract. Uh, yeah, thoughts on that so far, Mikey? <laughs> you're you're about to say something. It looks like. No, I'm just I'm just I'm just excited. I'm just getting hype, getting hype for for the contract signing that's that hasn't gone wrong yet. Keith Lee grabs the mic and says, "You know, you're right, Mr. Heyman. I am nice, and trust me, my entire life I've been told that phrase that nice guys finish last. But look, I'm sitting right here, about to challenge the great." Brock Lenzer to a WWE championship match. I didn't cheat. I didn't lie. I did everything right to get here, and I proved the doubters wrong. You saying kindness is my limit. You say I lack brutality. Well, Mr. Heyman, I already proved you right before. Why don't I prove you wrong? Then Keith Lee flips the table and just goes after Brock Lenzer. They're trading blows, trading hits. Then, when uh, Brock gets advantage, Brock picks up Keith Lee and hits him with an F5. The biggest F5 there ever ever has been. But as Brock and Heyman are about to leave, Keith Lee sits up, seemingly unfazed by F5. He's not done. (laughs) Brock, uh, Keith Lee gets back up. Brock goes to lariat Keith Lee, but it doesn't work. Keith Lee hits Brock with a spirit bomb and then a top rope moonsault to end the, the biggest, show. The biggest spirit bomb there ever was. To end the show, spirit bomb, moonsault, Keith Lee standing on top, holding the WWE Championship in his grasp. Mr. Lesnar may have met his match. <laughs> yes, and he is certainly out to prove Paul Heyman wrong as we, that hypes up. The main event match, I'm not going to say main event because I have no idea what it's going to be, of the Raw main event match, I should say, of Brock Lenzer versus Keith Lee for the WWE Championship. Baby. I'm so excited. Thoughts on that card, my dude? It's awesome. I'm so excited. It's hyping up Extreme Rules really well. Everyone's getting their matches in. I fucking love it. I'm so excited. I put so much effort into that promo there. (laughs) I was like, I'm bringing it home, baby. I'm bringing it home. You 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 doing that promo was like the bait, and you're like reeling it in. I'm just reeling it in. I'm reeling it in, and I'm and I I love and I've done this before, but I use like in promos, I use specific words. And I try to have try to use them several times as like points to other characters. So I hopefully hopefully everything goes well. This literally, Mikey, this episode, Extreme Rules, and next week's episode are like everything for me. Is what I've been pushing. <laughs> Is literally what I've been building towards for like 
two months. Jeez. For the, well, two to three months, actually. So uh, I'm really hoping that this all goes well. But yeah, that's my Monday Night Raw, folks. Uh, you can, of course, go to Twitter immediately following this episode. Um, of course, all the more reason to subscribe to this feed. Uh, but you can go to Twitter immediately following this episode at Hit the Books Pod, and you can vote in the uh, you can vote in the poll that's pinned to the top of our page whether or not you liked Mikey SmackDown or my Monday Night Raw. You can vote which one you liked. So go, definitely, obviously, my SmackDown. Definitely go do that now. Speaking of SmackDown, Mikey, you had a decision to make. You had something to figure out, my dude. Uh, uh, tell me what it, you've had some time. Tell me what are you thinking. Have, has a decision been made? Yes, I did make a decision. You sound you're saying this very begrudgingly. <laughs> it's gonna be. I really didn't want to do this. I'm cutting. Uh, Bobby Fish versus Bandy Birch. Okay. And I'm putting in Kevin Owens versus Samoa Joe. <sighs> For the United States Championship, and Samoa Joe wins. Oh, shit. Wow. That's great. That's a great card right there. Is that Was that straight up one of your title matches this Sunday? No, it was no. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn versus, yeah, Samoa so Joe. You're burning off Owens Joe. Yeah, I... I didn't want to do it, but if I'm going to have a title match, I might as well go big. I guess that's fair. Have has Samoa Joe already been against? He he's faced Jeff Hardy. He's faced uh, who else has he faced? Roberto Carrillo. He won it off of. Mm-hmm. Oh, he he. That's what it was. He faced Kevin Owens at Money in the Bank. That's what happened. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm rem- remembering. Okay, so we got get a a, a rematch almost. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe takes it and remains and retains. I like it. I like it, Mikey. I like that he's a. Is, is is there anything to do with you know any additional stuff? Anything to do with like Pete Dunne or anything involving this match or anything? Um, no, I'm just gonna leave it the way it is. United States title match: Samoa Joe versus Kevin Owens. Samoa Joe retains mm-hmm. it. Okay, I like it. I think that's a solid. Maybe, maybe Pete Dunne watching from the back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes At sense. At a perpendicular angle. Well, I mean, how else are you going to watch TV, my dude? I mean, just, <laughs> you're just... That's foolish. Oh, yeah. Um, I like it. I think that's a solid choice. Do you want to hear what, what I thought of? Yes, I'd love to. I uh, I don't remember if it, we did have a thing, so I'm, I don't know if this got cut out or not. But I did say that, like, I feel like I can think of something to do mm-hmm. in, in my situation. What I would have done, Mikey, is... Cut, flare, riot, and, and just cut it. Cut it. Took take that match off the extreme rules. Put in undisputed era Birch and Lorkin, and put some sort of match to replace Flare and Riot. Okay. That's what I would have done. I don't know what match it would have been. <laughs> Ultimately, I don't know what match it would have been. Maybe, maybe it would have been a United States title match as well. I don't know, but or no, I I, I, I also probably would have been cheaped out into the twenty four seven title match or whatever. But uh, 
I, I still think this is good. And the reason I, I still like it, Mikey, is that because what I would have done is is got rid of a women's match and replaced it with a tag match. But you have been pushing women this entire time on SmackDown, which I love. So you felt it was important to not just because it's women, but I like we sort of talked about alluded to it potentially has ongoing things, you know, future plans. Mm hmm. So uh, I'm interested. So I, I can see why you kept that. I think it was also a good choice to what you did. Yeah, I, I I figured I might as well go big or go home. And I figured the match that had the least stakes was the Birch Fish match. So I cut that one. I decided that's fair. Was the O'Reilly? I don't remember. Was the O'Reilly Lorkin match like a match you had to add last week or something? No, I think I just put it on there. What was your what was the thing you had to do last week? Last week was I thought you had to like replace a match or something. Maybe I think I probably I think that might have that might have been it. No, because I remember I had to add a match on the show opener. Sami Zayn Jeff Hardy was two weeks ago. Yeah, that was yeah two weeks ago was add a match. I don't remember what it was. I was probably I think it was probably card subject to change last week. That I think that's what it was. But yeah, uh, I like it. I like it. I think it was a good good decision. Another solid title defense before uh, he faces Pete Dunn, and also, mm-hmm. you know, it gives Pete Dunn a little bit of uh, extra leverage potentially over Samoa Joe. And also, you you also might have a better card now. God dang it, <laughs> you have a title match, my dude. Yeah, uh, it's it's wild. I wasn't really uh, ready for a title match, but here we are. Yeah, so gosh dang it. Well, then there we go, folks. That is those cards. Uh, You, of course, like we said, Mikey SmackDown main event being a huge tag match. McIntyre and Strowman against Orton and the Demon Finn Balor versus my Raw, which had uh, the main event match being Rollins versus Kingston. But, of course, that contract signing, which wasn't really a main event, but it was main event segment. Um and yeah, so you can go to Twitter at HitTheBooksPod immediately following the release of this episode and go vote on that pin tweet that is there on our Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. Vote which card you thought was better. And then next week, we will reveal the results of that poll and the loser will have to get hit with the randomizer. So like we saw, I could have to be forced to do a title match, maybe a title change. Maybe I'll have to suddenly change a title. Who knows what's going to happen? Imagine if I had a title change on the go-home show. I feel like this happened to us before. It definitely has. Just, just It's been two years. It has to have happened to us yeah. before. Uh, but yeah, so we don't know. The power is solely in your hands, so definitely go vote on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. Uh, what else? Uh, like I said, subscribe to this podcast feed. Not only that you listen to the video, this episode as soon as possible, but you also uh, will get additional stuff like the Extreme Rules pay-per-view this Sunday, Mikey. Free Whoa. on the WWE Network. Uh, the Hit the Books, the HTB Network. Uh, <laughs> free on HTB Network. And also free for new subscribers. <laughs> free for new subscribers so why not subscribe to this podcast feed folks uh we got a bunch of matches there uh you can listen to all of those match results everything we've been hyping up for the past five weeks and and five weeks and more i guess uh you can listen to all of that next or this sunday i should say i should say of course we'll be back next week for an all new episode of raw and smackdown booking uh we also have other shows like wrestling and statistics which come out every monday 
Uh, and you can go to our YouTube channel to watch video versions of both this show and wrestling with statistics. Um, anything else, Mikey, anything to plug? Uh, our YouTube channel, if we didn't do that already, where you can find our 2k outcomes and our, all of our video versions of our podcast. When I say video versions, I don't mean like our video, but like you could see, I almost just threw up. That was gross. You can see like the waveform and stuff, which is neat. Um, and we do a bunch of other stuff on there as well. And you should also check out our website, hbpod.com, where you can find everything about this show. Yeah. Yeah, we got a, a whole archive and a bunch of information. Uh, and it is a pay-per-view coming up. So there could be all new champions that come out of this pay-per-view. And you can find our championship history on htbpod.com. htbpod.com. Six and, letters and a dot com. And I'll sort of update uh, the uh, rankings of both Raw and SmackDown. You can also find the written versions of all the uh, podcast episodes that we do. You can find the written versions of all the cards in case you need to catch up quick. Yes, but of course, the best way to catch up quick is to subscribe so that you can get every live episode when it comes out every Friday. Indeed. And of course, the best best way to catch up is to not fall behind at all. So subscribe. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, And uh, yeah, and of course, leave a review if you like what you heard. Leave a review. It will greatly help us. Uh, really help us. We would really, really, really appreciate it if you uh, are a listener to the show and can leave a review. Uh, help us out a lot. It would, um, you know, we have thoughts and feelings about stuff, so it would really, we would really appreciate it, especially uh, whether or not we continue to show forward to leave a review uh, on iTunes. We would greatly yeah. appreciate it. Uh, and also, it helps more because it helps more people find the show. You know, that's the that's the whole aspect. It allows us. To, gives us reason to continue doing the show if you know more people can find us more people can enjoy what we do here man yeah and and in our ears i guess since we're a podcast yes i think that is everything else so without further ado uh for mikey i've been ryan have a good day everybody and we've got two words for you book it This has been a Countout Podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.